When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This episode is brought to you by you. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash donate and become a quarterbacker today. Also by drawyouapicture.com where I, your host, can draw you a pretty picture for pretty darn cheap. Need a logo, t-shirt design, podcast cover art? See what I've drawn for others and see what I can do for you at drawyouapicture.com. This is Joseph and you're listening to That Story Show. You ain't that funny. Hey, how you doing, folks? This is That Story Show, where we're celebrating how hilarious life can be by sharing funny life stories from everyday life. This is episode 231, brought to you the week of October 7, 2014. I'm your host, James Kennison. and with me, as always, is John Steinklobber. Hi, John. How you doing, man? Well, I'm just great. Really? <laughs> yes. So, I you, you pretty like, much am. You sound like you're on a cell phone tonight. Yeah, I I am on a cell phone. Yeah, I'm actually sitting in my car in the parking lot across the street. You sound like you've been working on Skype issues for the last forty five minutes too. Might be it. It's, it's very nice for you to Might be it. I, hang in there and try to make it work anyway, though. Because <laughs> tonight we've got a vacation theme show. Oh man, it would be horrible not to have you here. I would I would hate to to not be there. I'm actually sitting. I can look into the window that I would be podcasting from right now. <laughs> and it's kind of a weird feeling. <laughs> we we had to put John John's outside of his house because um he can't get good service in his house on his cell phone and I had to put him inside of his car because we could hear the Georgia crickets in the background. Yeah. And so now his studio is his late model Humvee. I don't know what to drive, actually. So it's a 2002 protege Mazda. There, so there this is a first. This is a this is a <laughs> network first. Yeah, the cast network first. The lengths we will go to <laughs> to podcast for the people because we love you all. Because we love you all. Uh, let's do a little bit of uh, some backstory. It's where we share a story from the last seven days or so. Um. I'll go first, since I have uh, okay. superior <laughs> sound quality. I win. <laughs> yes. Um, no, my uh, I, I I I am a uh, a pastor by trade. Uh, I'm a podcaster, but before before that, I was a children's pastor. And I haven't preached for like a year and a half, but I finally got a chance, or finally felt like it actually, and asked, and and I did that this past Sunday. Uh, but as I was driving to the church. And we turned in something wonderful. Truly, it truly was wonderful. Um, but it was absolutely horrible happened to me. And I, to tell you, uh, before I tell you what it was, I have to tell you this. Me and my friend, David Godbout, uh, he's been on the show before. His son's rock star Paul. Uh, you know, his other son's the, uh, uh, what is it, the salsa boy. He, oh, and, boy. he and I have a love-hate relationship with church signs. And for years, and, and not even so much church signs, but the sentence sermons on a church sign. Yeah. You know, like a Bible that's falling apart belongs to a life that isn't, you know. A free ticket to heaven. See details inside. Or, yeah, uh, what C-H blank blank U-H, what's missing, you are, you know. And, yeah, sign broken, message inside. Uh 
don't worry, Moses was a basket case too. All these pithy little, you know, sermons. Anyway, I, I so I've kind of mixed my hatred. They're zany, right? They're zany and they're dumb and uh, surface and all that. But I just, I just kind of, <laughs> but I love them at the same time because they're so bad, you know. So we've always yeah. e texted them back and forth, back and forth. And what's that? What that has caused is me to not like church signs at all. So when I pull into this little church to give my sermon, um, right in there in big letters, it says uh, message today by James Kennison, big fat three inch, you know, four inch letters all the way yeah. across that thing. I was swerved accidentally off to the side and hit that <laughs> brand new sign. They they just got it. They just got it fixed. And uh, oh. it, until now it had said, well, everyone welcome. <laughs> And now it said, uh, oh. service sermon today by James Kennison. And I always Man. thought I wanted to see my name in lights. Um, but my name is really long. <laughs> it's a very big name. Kennison. It's just, uh, it was a little devastating. I, I, I said, Jen, did you see that? She goes, I was hoping you didn't. <laughs> as, I, as, as I'm driving by. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, <laughs> M dash in the chat room says the church across the street from her house says, uh, fall for Jesus. He never leaves. That's what it says this week. And oh. yeah, those little kinds that hurt, you know, when you read them, they hurt bad. And so that's why, uh, David and I send them back and forth. So if you ever hear, hear a good church sign, feel free, email me, email it to me and I will hate you. Um, but, yeah, but I took a photo, I took a photo of it and you can see it. If you go to the Facebook uh, group for for this for the show NL Cast uh, community ne- or network community, um, if you, you can find that on Facebook, and uh, it's bright and shiny right there. Cool. I saw it. That that M looks kind of weird in your name. Well, yeah, because it's an upside down W. It's <laughs> one of the tricks of the trade, man. I used to run a sign for a Western Sizzler. And we were short on names and our letters, half of them were cracked. They were different fonts. And so yep. I, I, every time I see a misspelled sign or someone that's hyphenated or, you know, changed a letter around, uh, you know, an E to a three or a three to an E, yeah. I, I don't make fun of it anymore because I was there. I had to do it at one time or for like the period of three months. So, uh, yeah, Jane, my, my name is, uh, James spelled with an upside down W, which is a letter that I shall call a schwank. A schwank? A schwank. S-H-A-W-A-N-K. I just coined that. An upside down W is now called a schwank. So it's J-A schwank E-S. J-A schwank E-S. Yeah. That's how you spell my name for church signs. Schwank. Yeah. All right. So uh, what's been going on in your last uh, few days? What's your backstory, bro? Oh. Man, I, I've had such an exciting past few days, but I have to say that this backstory is brought to you by the Samsung Galaxy S3 Yay! on my 3G because <laughs> I can't get 4G right here. Uh. Um, first of all, and I'm going to merge a couple of things. I know it's probably not good for me. I'm going to do this anyway because I got to see James on Saturday. I went to see Cirque du Soleil. Oh! Yeah. I'm a Luna is the show that's here in Atlanta right now. I'm a Luna. I'm a Luna. It's, it's, it was good. I got to say it wasn't my favorite, but it was really good. I enjoyed it, but it was awkward because (laughs) this is the first show that they've ever done. And 70% of the cast is women. Oh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, their costumes and stuff. Yeah. They're skin tight, man. Tight. So it was everywhere. And I'm like sitting there with my wife and we're just enjoying it. And I was like, I, I don't really feel like I could watch. See, this. that's my problem. <laughs> that's what I've always said. I couldn't explain it earlier, but it's just something about, it's like you're seeing ladies run around in towels. It's like something you don't want to look directly at. You feel bad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or, was- or not even towels. Maybe they're nightgowns. You know, where it's it's decent, but it's indecent at the same time. Well, yeah, it's like bathing suits. You, you know, they're like wearing bathing suits. And, and you like, 
you're supposed to watch them, but you feel like you're oogling if you're watching them. I don't know. I, it was a great show, though. Well, you have to detach yourself. You know, you have to be professional, and you have to say, you know what? These are instruments. They're using their bodies <laughs> as instruments. But, you know, a trumpet doesn't have private parts, so it's not exactly fair. <laughs> uh, I just say I feel your pain, bro. Thanks. It was, it was a good show, and we both enjoyed it, um, but... The real story is this last week, cause you mentioned a, a pastor thing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm children's pastor and <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> apologize for that. Uh, happens I when you lie. On Thursday. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I was a good one. I just said I was the one. <laughs> um, and if I'm shouting, it's because I cannot hear anything. Can't hear. That's yeah. fine. Okay. So, um, on Thursday I did my own, uh, I do, a uh, chapel for the school yeah and um and we i do like pre-k and kindergarten they've got their own chapel session so you know i don't know there's probably 75 kids in there or whatever and uh so i do a lot of songs with them and i was going to teach them this new song and i said okay guys we're going to learn a new song today and it's really fun and it goes like this and i start to sing it for them a little bit and uh, this little kindergartner says, we already know that song. <laughs> and I said, oh, thanks. I said, well, you're going to sing it anyway. <laughs> that's that's the preschool equivalent of being at a rock show and somebody yeah. screams, shut up and play. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. It was fun because they sang the song anyways. And, um, you know, it kept me humble. You know, he might not have been trying to be jerky, but he sure did sound like one when he's shouting, <laughs> we already know this song. Hurry up, old man. <laughs> we got here. snack time in 25 minutes. We want to praise the Lord immediately. <laughs> we got time to wait for you. We're, yeah. we're accelerated. We're private school kids. We're not stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I know that Bible better than you do, man. I don't know any black people, but I know that song. Oh, <laughs> Zing. <laughs> <coughs> oh, oh, man. Did I mention that today is a uh, a theme show? It's uh, it's October 7th, and we've been talking about this for the last month or so. And the theme is vacations. And so we've got a ton, a ton of content. But first I want oh. vi- to mention, visit. Uh, I want you to visit letterstolewis.com. Uh, a rock star dad discovering truths about life, family, and faith expressed through a series of letters written to his infant son. Check out Paul Godbelt's Letters to Lewis at letterstolewis.com. It is time for Featured Stories. That's a cool sound effect. You can like send that. your uh, funny true life stories and stuff, by the way, to that story show at gmail.com um, or call them in 2095-NL-CAST. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash contact for more details. This uh, this first uh, story is, is uh, brought to you by Noah Gillespie from Rainbow, Alabama. Whoa. It's, he's not really, really a place? No. It is a real place, but he's not from it. Anybody that doesn't <laughs> fill in their <laughs> city and state gets a made-up place. But this time I went to a website and I found actual names of places that people might be embarrassed to be from. So like Mayanis, <laughs> I don't know. I, a, literally a place called Mayanis, but I don't remember what state it's in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> probably in Georgia. Um, probably. This, one's, this one's called ice cream for breakfast. He says, when I was little, my entire family rented a condo at the beach for a huge family vacation. We had a fun week, but on the last day, everyone was rushing to get their things packed And my parents had forgotten to feed us breakfast. My aunt decided it would be a good idea to just eat up the ice cream for breakfast since it would go to waste. Otherwise, it was the best breakfast I ever remember. But about an hour into the car ride, my brother started to feel sick. He gets car sick easily anyways. And the ice cream wasn't helping. And Uh. unfortunately, no one knew this until he started puking dairy-based slime all over the car seat. (laughs) As, as soon as the sight hit my eyes, I promptly sympathy puked all over oh, myself as well. Gosh. My parents, cursing my aunt's name, pulled over, did their best to clean us both up. <laughs> However, 
The car smelled like digested pralines and cream <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the eight-hour drive. Love the show. Keep it up. Noah Aww. Gillespie. Well, I now understand why we scream for ice cream. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And that's what they were screaming as it was coming back out. Ice cream! Curse you, Ann Ethel! I don't know. Oh, man. Um, We got a a voicemail. It's from Patrick. And um, I'm calling it... uh, Oh, I just said, I've done this. Just not with a purse. Hi, this is Patrick. I'm calling with a story about a vacation. Uh, So when I was young, probably about 10 or 12, my family went on vacation for a wedding over in Maryland or something like that. I don't know. It was one of those states. I was too young to remember. Uh, So anyway, we were driving there, and uh, we had to stop for gas because, you know, it's pretty far away away from where we live, uh, from Michigan. So it's about a, I don't know, eight-hour drive. Uh, so we were stopping for gas, and my mom was uh, at the pump, and then all of a sudden we started driving, driving off. Uh, I mean, it wasn't all of a sudden. It was planned. Uh, so we started driving off, and uh, suddenly my mom realized she didn't have her purse anymore because she had left it on top of the car at the gas station. Mm-mm. And as we were driving... It flew off our car. Uh-huh. Uh, so she had to go for the rest of the vacation with her sunglasses because her regular glasses were in her purse. <laughs> Luckily, awesome. some very nice people found the purse and sent it to our wonderful neighbors who held on to it until we were home. But it was a very traumatic experience, and I hope it never happens again. Uh, so that was my story. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he had a Kermit the Frog ending there. I saw that. Yeah, I was just like, hey. <laughs> we, got Yay, a, we, got a, we got a couple of calls uh, this week from folks that sounded like they were they were just a little sleepy, you know, just a little sleepy. Patrick's one of them. John, I believe, will be the next one that we'll play in just a minute. But, yeah, I've done that, man. I've done that, just not with my purse. I always keep my purse with me at all times. But... <laughs> Always stays right next to me. I, I, um, my, my latest one was I put a, a, a DVD, a red box DVD on my car, backed away, left, you know, came back in what, 15 minutes. It was already gone. Somebody had already snagged it and I ended up paying 25 bucks for that stupid movie. So, oh man. What movie was it? I don't what even remember. It was dumb. I just remember hating the movie, and then I hated it twice over because it was. I had to pay for it. So. It was Tron Legacy. I mean, if it was any good, no, this was years ago. If it was any good, I wouldn't have rented it. I would have bought it. I don't rent <laughs> movies I like, you know? So, anyway, this is called, uh, this is from Mandy Newberg from Happy Camp, Virginia, uh, <laughs> where real people are from. This is called Groundhog Vacation Day. You'll see why. When my brother was four and I was nine, my family took a trip from Northern California to West Virginia to see my dad's family. We stayed in Motel 6s every single night, clean, affordable, and a pool. I would, uh-huh. uh, we'd get there before the sun, we'd drive all day, swim, and then we'd do it all again the next day. It took us about a week to get to West Virginia. On the fourth day, my brother threw himself on the bed in our motel room and was crying. And when my parents asked him what was wrong, he says, why do we keep doing this? We get up and drive and drive and just keep going to the same place every single day. Uh. (laughs) He was confused, but he did have a point. All Motel 6 rooms do look and smell exactly the same. Thanks, all you guys, for all you do. I appreciate you keeping me entertained so much, Mandy Newberg. P.S. My son's birthday is coming up on October 11th. Would you mind saying happy birthday to Camden? Hearing his name on the podcast would make his day. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Camden. Happy birthday, Camden. And happy birthday. the same name of the county that we used to live in. That's right. We were from Camden County, Georgia. Um, I'd also like to say happy birthday to John's son, uh, James, who is five five years old today. Yeah. I almost said five o'clock because it's late. Later. He's got a five o'clock shadow. (laughs) So, uh. (laughs) I just I just wanted to say uh my 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 follow up for um 
for this uh, story was uh, all Motel 6 smell the same. The more you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Good. Glad it paid off. Hey, John, you got any vacation stories you want to share? Yeah. Actually, this one's fresh. Good. It's, this is as fresh as Friday because um, uh, we, we drove up to Asheville, North Carolina on, for, on Thursday mm-hmm. just to get away because, you know, it's just needed a little time. So, so I, I would call it a micro vacation. We went up to Asheville. We toured the Biltmore, which the boys never really liked doing. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with the Biltmore, it's just a big old house. It's pretty awesome. I like it, but the kids don't. Anyways, we we decided this time around we needed to get a place that uh, we needed to stay in a hotel that had a pool, so the boys would at least get some redemption from the little trip. Yeah. So uh, late Friday, you know, we get back from just wandering around and, and whatnot, and uh, I say, "All right, guys, let's go down to the pool. It's, it's your turn to get down in there, and it's indoor and everything's cool and stuff." And so they, they see this hot tub that's there, and they're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. We want to play in that. And we were the only ones there. So they're they're playing in the hot tub, doing cannonballs and all that stuff. And and then a couple ladies come in, and, and they, they want to enjoy the, the pool and the hot tub as well. And, um, and so they, 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 you know, they don't bother mind with the kids being there. But so they, they get in, and they're enjoying themselves. And and, uh, and then my sons start to decide to have a little cannonball competition. <laughs> and they're like splashing and running into these, you know, it's kind of, you're kind of close <laughs> in a hot tub. And so they're just jumping in and doing cannonballs. I'm like, guys, you can't do that. There's other people in there. And um, so, you know, they, I think they actually chased the girls away. <laughs> but uh, sorry, ladies, if you happen to be listening to this and, my sons were the ones that chased you out of the hot tub. Yeah, there's nothing like getting hot body water on your face. Uh, I'm always yes. suspicious of those dang things anyway. <laughs> there's always, yes. you know, in the bubbles, there's always a little bit of froth in there. Yeah. You know, where's that from? Like after you've had a, um, I don't know, a root beer float and you drink it all and there's bubbles at the bottom, <laughs> you know, because of the residue. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's human skin cells. Yeah, probably. It's uh, boiling off people, you know. It's a little exfoliant action going on there. That's my theory. I was a little, it was a suspect uh, hot tub because the light was loosening and my son was picking it up and waving it around like, dude, I don't think that's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, if there's a loose um, light in a pool or any kind of device, electricity and water do not mix. The more you know. All right. Uh, this is from Ethan Nicole from L.A., California, and uh, we're always honored for Ethan to, to write in and bestow his amazingness on us. This is a uh, story called The Day Disneyland Lost Its Magic. It says, my, my poor single mom promised us a trip to Disneyland throughout our childhood. Finally, she cobbled together the money when I was 19. We drove down from Oregon and ate many gas station sandwiches on the way there. Those are the best. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have QT out there either, so I wonder no, what they had. No, and they're always made to where all the meat's in the center, and they cut them diagonally and then put them <laughs> in the box to where it looks like there's three inches of meat, and it's really just all stacked right there inside. But anyway, among the sandwiches was one roast beef that had enough meat in it to feed a gymnasium full of hungry raccoons. And the <laughs> and the beef was curiously bloody looking, but I didn't second guess it. I was hungry. And uh, I like my steak rare anyway, and I was thinking, hey, if it's poisonous, why would they sell it? So I ate it up. Mm. Later, when I got to Disneyland, we were waiting in one of those 90-minute lines for the futuristic cars that go around the track, and I started to feel like I was going to throw up. I whispered this to my mom, but I must not have said it quietly, because when I looked around me, everyone in line cleared away like I had the Ebola virus. So she held my place in line, and I went to find a bathroom. I went into emergency mode and ran towards Goofy, shouting at him like Jack Bauer. <laughs> I shot him in the knee, so he tell me where I can go take a dump. Uh, <laughs> where can I throw up? <laughs> he directed me to the bathroom, which was packed Why? full of dudes waiting to poo. So, oh. 
My desire to throw up soon faded into what felt like something that rhymes with die Maria. <laughs> Finally, I, I got my own stall and I sat down and my churning stomach would release nothing but the feeling of illness and pain so intense. I was begging God to let me poo. Then next door to me in the other stall, I listened to a man take the longest, most vocally passionate poo of all my life. He moaned, he sighed, and any other day I would have been revolted by the sounds, but that day I, I caressed the stall wall wishing that I was that man. <laughs> oh, After 20 minutes, I gave up. Nothing was coming out, but I felt like I would burst at any moment. I could barely even stand. So my mom took me back to the hotel and I passed out as my family went back to Disneyland. My mom placed a wastebasket by the bed in case I hurled. Finally, hours later, I was awoken by a passionately angry internal storm that was ready to exit me with every bit of force possible to be admitted by the human body. I barfed so hard, I literally, and I mean literally, felt my eyes bulge out of their sockets like those people in Ripley's Believe It or Not. It hurt, and I passed out again. <laughs> the, next, the next morning, I woke up. And when I went to the bathroom, I looked in the mirror to find the blood vessels in my eyes had burst and the whites of my eyes had become completely blood red. My face was also covered in bruises. I looked like a nightmare. I had vomited as hard as some women give birth. <laughs> I enjoyed the rest of my trip, even though I looked like a fat, physically abused Satan. But <laughs> I learned my lesson. Never eat a giant bloody roast beef sandwich sold at gas stations all around California. It's going to come in handy. Uh, it is. He's, Don't forget that, people. He's got a few others uh, that he threw in, little quick ones. And I, and I figured since it's Ethan, it's allowed. He says, this yeah. is called Hot Dog Rage. Once I went on a camping trip where a close relative of mine who was 15 years old learned a lesson about temper. He dropped his hot dog, but he was told he could not have another by his mother because they had run out. He became so enraged that he punched the earth repeatedly till he literally broke both of his hands. He had to Whoa. wear two casts for months. Moral of the story, bring more hot dogs. <laughs> man. Yeah. He broke his hands because he dropped his hot dog? Because he couldn't have a hot dog, man. That's a brat right there, dude. A brat it's freaking out over a brat. And that means somebody else had to take care of business for him. Oh, you can't gosh. wipe with two broken hands. You can't unzip your fly with, with two broken mm -hmm. hands. You can't pick your nose. You can't do anything fun. None of the things men admire about themselves. Anyway, <laughs> this one's called The Roast. One time when I was six, my family was camping in Colorado. My brother Isaiah was a baby at the time. And he was just learning to walk. I was sitting by the campfire alone, and my mom and grandma were in the camper nearby. Isaiah was crawling and walking around exploring, wearing only a diaper. He decided to try to climb into a folding camp chair across from me, but he was having trouble. At one point, he lost his footing as the chair collapsed and he fell backwards into the fire. I mean the whole baby, not just a little, full on into the fire pit like a basketball through a hoop. Sparks flew up almost as fast as his screams. I, however, froze. It took me a while to try to figure out what course of action should be taken. Finally, I just called out to my mom. Oh, mom, Isaiah's on fire. <laughs> my mom frantically ran out and pulled him from the flames and hot coals. He has scars to this day. Moral of the story, oh. babies are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he comes by honestly. Babies are dumb. So Yeah, Malachi just, just echoing what his big brother that's has right. been saying all along. That's right. If you guys don't know, Ethan's um, Ethan's the creator of Axe Cop, or co-creator, and his brother Malachi um, loves to say babies are dumb, especially when he was young, so it's a good thing. Uh, this is called Slumber Party with Otis. At that same camping trip, I kept begging my mom to let me sleep in the camper with grandma and grandpa instead of our family tent. She kept telling me that I wasn't going to like it, but I begged and begged until finally I got my way. I excitedly cozied up in the tiny kitchen turned bed or kitchen table turned bed directly across and very close to my sleeping grandpa, Otis. Otis proceeded to fart all night. We, <laughs> we are talking a fart 
with nearly every exhale of his lungs, never ending. Like an infinite <laughs> fart generator, the smell just got so thick. I swear it created warmth in the air and condensation on my skin. It was awful. Moral of the story, old people fart a lot. Oh, so. No. And that's the end of uh, his contributions right there. Excellent. Vacation time with Ethan. Vacation time. Join us next week as we talk it. Talk him through it all. This one's called, it's a voicemail from John. I mentioned him earlier. Um, I call it the the world's most relaxed storyteller. Hey, James and John. It's me, John, again, from the last theme episode of uh, the NL cast. Um, so you said Story. that this one's vacation. That's the next, this theme. Yeah. Well, I got a story for you. Good. Good. <laughs> this one involves me as a kid. We're going across Canada. I lived in British Columbia at the time. And we're going all the way to Manitoba. <laughs> For people in America who don't know the and don't Canadian care. provinces, it's one, two, <laughs> it's three over from British Columbia. <laughs> yeah. And so it's about a. Uh, 20, 24 hour to 30 hour drive with stop. Thanks, man. And so we're in the prairies, and I believe we're in Saskatchewan at this time. Oh, yeah, I know where really that is. Late at night. And it's where Zed's from. I'm eating away at my munchies. And <laughs> yum, 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 you know yum, them? Yum. I remember they were hickory sticks because those hickory sticks lasted the whole holiday, <laughs> even though I ate some at least one time every day. <laughs> I feel um, like he's drinking anyway, a sweet tea while he's telling. And then my trip, friend Ralph said, "We were going through a thunderstorm." He's thinking but it the through. The thing is, I was asleep during the whole thing. Apparently, there was lightning striking close to the car and everything. But I was passed out asleep. You're passed out now. But my brother on the other hand was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" But scared, and he. This is what he tells me. He said, he looks at me and he's like, <laughs> Mini Oreos. Times I still don't wake. He's trying to wake me up during this. I'm just out cold during this thunderstorm all around us. Like, what kid <laughs> sleeps through a thunderstorm? Obviously, me. <laughs> and I'm the kid. Just who wait for us to answer you by mail. Which was weird. Maybe that's the reason why I could sleep through it. <laughs> but I'm not a... Am I a heavy sleeper? Yes, I'm a heavy sleeper. But yeah, so that's the story. I bet I he is. I during a thunderstorm, <laughs> and my brother's yelling at me and trying to wake me up. And Yeah. Well, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the story. Well. You have um, no idea. <laughs> I'm going to hang up now. I'm not going to be awkward like last time. No. So I'm just going to go. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he asked repeatedly. He didn't understand why he could sleep through a thunderstorm. And, and I only know one other person in history that is known for sleeping through storms. And mm, uh, yeah. it, it was Jesus Christ himself. That's true. And uh, he slept in the bottom of the boat there. And according to, um, you know, the, the, uh, a certain movie slash book, um, you know, they, they claim that Christ had, you know, children and a, and a lineage and all that. Of course, we don't believe oh, that. Yeah. But, but uh, if we did, I would definitely say that, that he is definitely in that boat. No, no what? pun intended. <laughs> The world's most relaxed storyteller, ladies and gentlemen. His name is John. And he's in the chat room. And his girlfriend is too. So thanks, guys. It was awesome. That was good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. This is from Daniel Lewis from Turkey Foot, Florida. Uh, it's called Weekend at Nobody's. One summer, my friend asked me if I wanted to go to the beach with him. Naturally, I said, sure. He told me he was going there with his friend and their family. And when we got to the beach house, his friend's family was staying in. 
They were a little shocked to see us. Apparently, my friend thought that if we just showed up, they would take us in and let us stay there. I assumed my friend had been invited to stay with them. Guess not. (laughs) So we spent the evening looking all over the place for a hotel room, and everything was booked. We ended up sleeping in my friend's car, which I'm pretty sure isn't legal. It was so uncomfortable, I hardly got any sleep. I was so tired the next morning when we went to get something to eat and drink, I asked the cashier if I could please have a Dr. Pepsi. And she was looking at me weird, and I said, did I just say Dr. Pepsi? And she shook her head. Sorry, I'm not awake yet. I meant Diet Pepsi. Anyway, after the awkwardness of the night before and the sleepless night, we did end up having a fun time. We rented bikes and played some mini golf. We went up in a lighthouse and hung out on the beach. The family that we were staying with let us even stay and hang out in their beach house for dinner. I talked to one of the people and apologized for showing up uninvited. They said, hey, that's okay. They understood how absent-minded my friend could be sometimes. A few years later, that same friend invited me to Niagara Falls, Canada. I asked him if he'd made arrangements to stay somewhere, and he said he had booked a hotel room. So I naturally said, sure. I'll come, but that's a story for another time. Moral of the story, don't accept invites from a couch surfer. So, Oh, there a couch you go. surfer or a couch peer. I just love that. You know, hey, I'm, I'm going to London. Do you want to go with me? Sure. Where are we going to stay? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I figured having you with me would, you know, win someone over, you know. Um, I'm going to go find some random people to tell we're Americans. John, you got any other uh, vacation stories? Um, Yes, a camping story. Excellent. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was camping with my, my youngest son not, not too long ago, actually. And um, and he it was his first camping experience. So we're camping actually out on a baseball field. <laughs> um. And, uh, so he's, he's in the tent and it's not, you know, there's like security lights on the field. So it's not completely dark. Mm-hmm. So you see around and everything. So he was sleeping fine and stuff. And I was not sleeping very good. Cause I was, you know, sleeping on the ground, not that comfortable. And, um, in the, like the middle of the night or middle of the morning, he, he sits up and I can hear him talking. He's looking out the, the screen door and he, he takes both fists and hits me in the stomach. Ooh. And says, Dad, boom. I, of course, will wake up immediately. Oh. And says, what's out there? <laughs> and there's nothing out there. I mean, it, he's like that sleep dreaming awake oh, or something. Okay. I don't know. Dad, what's that? And I'm boom. Like, nothing. Uh. <laughs> and then he goes back to sleep. And then I ask him about it the next morning. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Yeah, thanks, kid. You just punched me in the gut. Your kids are physical, man. I don't know. There's something about that youngest one. He's, I think he's, I think he's, I think he drinks too much Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, too much of Kool-Aid. <laughs> well, I, I know I had that kid that sleep puked. Um, yeah. So I guess there's just kids that are just as active when they're, you know, asleep as they are awake. Um, yeah, sleep punching. Sleep punching. Um, this is called The House at Barf Built. It's uh, from, mm. from Justin Lowmaster from Mudsock Ohio. Uh, while on a trip to Mexico, on a missions, uh, while a trip to Mexico uh, on a missions trip is not a vacation, it's close enough. Am I right? This setup in well, California for the very first time, wired because I'm a teenager and I didn't particularly eat well that day. Not so much as far as food, anyway. I wasn't hungry, but no real meal had filled my stomach. What I did. Just before getting into the far back corner of the SUV, I had half a Red Bull. I may have had more, but the stuff tastes like perfume. If the perfume was consumed (laughs) by a wandering hobo and then excreted under a hot bridge and into a can labeled Red Bull. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. Then I did the (laughs) obvious thing to do after eating, drinking a Red Bull. I tried to sleep. Uh, for the night, the result, I wake up and exclaim, uh, my realization as the spiritual power of this church trip was revealed through my sudden gift of prophecy. As I screamed, I'm going to be sick. The prophecy was immediately (laughs) fulfilled in their sight. As I threw up into my cupped hands, I tried to hold it all. 
I didn't want to get the car dirty. But wait, there's more. Everyone started to back away so I could get out of the vehicle, except for Isaac. Isaac was sitting in the seat that had to move in order for us to escape the back seat. Isaac was asleep, and he just sat there drooling. Meanwhile, my cupped hands were blessed again with even more, pressed down, shaking together, running over. My cup, <laughs> my cup overfloweth with a hundredfold return. In a few moments, Isaac was rousted, and I was able to then proceed to make my mark on the shoulder of California's highway system. The epilogue. Mm. Our group built some, uh, oh, our group built someone uh, in need of house. On most missions trips, people come home saying, I went to be a blessing, but I was the one who ended up blessed. Well, I went, <laughs> he says, I went to be a blessing and ended up barfing. So they were definitely more blessed than I was. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, Red Bulls of the devil. That's the moral of that story. And it tastes like it too. Yes, it does. So the more you know, just don't drink the stuff. It's nasty. That's right. This is from Fred. It's called Drop Whatever You're Doing. Okay. Hi, James and John. This is Fred. And I'm calling about my vacation story for the That Story podcast. Um, <laughs> Close. I'm not going to tell you about the time that I had a medical emergency at Disney World in which my stomach ache required me to visit the medical office followed by an off-site emergency care. Let's just mm. say that uh, you should drink your water while you're in the hot Florida weather or it may lead to yeah. stomach problems. Moving right along, on a previous vacation, when our, our daughter, who is now 20, so she did survive this incident, but at the time she was a toddler, and we were visiting the White Mountains of New Hampshire, staying in a small cabin, and it was Getting later in the evening, she was getting a little cranky, so it was time to bring her upstairs. So I was bringing her up to the narrow stairs in this little cabin, and I got to the top of the stairs, and for whatever toddler reason, she decided to push away from me mm. and fell over the railing of this, again, small cabin, so it was kind of a short flight of stairs, and proceeded down over the railing oh. and bounced off the television set that was oh, below, oh. and uh, my wife uh. said that her knitting bag was on there and kind of cushioned her fall, <gasps> and then she fell feet first onto the floor. And of course, oh. we were horrified, and our daughter couldn't really explain anything was wrong, so we found out quickly where the nearest hospital was, drove about 20 minutes to the emergency room, and, and by that time, thankfully for us as parents, um, she was up and walking around and still a little bit upset and sore, but uh, obviously not in any critical danger. And they checked her out. She had some little scratches and bruises, but otherwise fine. So that's about as wow. much excitement as I would ever want to have on a vacation. Uh, don't recommend it for any parents, but uh, it did, it did no. kind of lead to a lot of jokes later on about, oh, yeah, now we know what happened to her. And, um, now we know. You know, never been the same since and stuff like that. So uh, thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, thanks, Fred, for calling that in. Yeah. It yeah. Got, so many people say, what were you dropped on your head? <laughs> she, she's like, yeah, and my head and my back and my feet and a knitting bag. Down a flight of stairs, essentially. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. Oh, I've Further done that. I mean, kids point. kids have done that where they, they get their feet wedged between you and they push and, yeah. But, you know, luckily I've never been on a staircase. Oh, I tell you, vacations, according to that story show, are places where people puke and children are critically injured. So <laughs> and you have to stay away from vacations. Just just do not take a vacation. It's uh, it's not safe. <laughs> so there you go. Another message from nobody's listening. All right. It's my turn. <laughs> I couldn't think of any great ones because everyone that I've done, I've shared recently. So I decided to go back into my bag of tricks and tell a whole new generation about an experience I had. The one and only negative time I've ever had with anyone associated with the wonderful world of Walt Disney World in beautiful Aww. Orlando, Florida. We, yes. we if, if you know how it works, if you stay on campus there and you stay at a hotel you wait about 25 minutes to get on a bus, and then it's 25 minutes to the Magic Kingdom's receiving area. And then you wait another 20 minutes to get on a monorail, and then you go about 15 minutes 
to get to the Magic Kingdom, and then you get off of that, and then you wait to go through security. Okay, mm-hmm. and that takes about fifteen minutes, and then you finally get up to where you get your ticket, and you you insert your card into a slot, and you put your finger on a, on a DNA registration thing. I don't know, mark of the beast thing. I don't know what it is, but they're pretending like they're taking your fingerprint, <laughs> so you won't sell your card to anybody. And my my family's already gone through, and I'm the last one because I'm you know following up, make sure the kids get through. Push mine in there, push the finger down. It shows red, not green. And the lady mm-hmm. runs it through again, and she says, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. This is a room key. It's not your your ticket because the tickets are the same shape and size and everything." Oh no! I don't know what genius thought that up, but apparently, after looking through my wallet, I realized I had left my stupid ticket all the way back. You know, what an hour back at the hotel, and there's no way that I was going to go all the way back through that while my family waited, you know, and then come back again. So my wife says. Through the fence, we're talking, you know, like like uh, like Jew, Jews in a concentration camp, you know, oh, <laughs> through the through the barbed wire fence here. And she's like, "Go Making over, jail visit. go, yeah." It's 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 like the Wolverines, you know, in Red Dawn. Go over there and and ask, you know, customer service just to look up your ticket, and and they'll, you know, they they'll get you another. You know, one printed out. I'm sure they do that all the time. And I'm like, yeah. So I waited another 20 minutes in line and finally get up to this nice looking older lady. Uh, and I noticed on her tag that she's from, she's from, uh, Norway. And, uh, and, and, and I was like, oh, this is going to be, it's going to be nice. It's going to be interesting. It's a really old lady, wrinkly, had her badge there. And I said, ma'am, uh, you know, I told her the situation. I accidentally brought my room key. I'm staying on site. I need a ticket. I wanted you to look it up for me and then print it out. And and so she says, um, I, I handed her a series of, of cards and, and credit cards. And she's like, I, I, I cannot find anything, anything on any of these cards. And I'm like, okay, um, well, she's, I says, do you have any other ways of looking it up? I said, because when I purchased it, I purchased it with another one just like it. She says, uh, well, yes, we can look it up. If, if you purchase two at the same time, um, then get, get the other card. So I passed it through the fence. You know, I got, I ran over and got my wife's ticket and she scanned that and she goes, um, sir, I'm sorry, but there is just, this record is only for one ticket. One ticket is all. And I'm doing nobody's accent, by the way. I'm just saying so Norway. Do <laughs> oh, not call not me. like a Watto from episode one. <laughs> No, Republic credits won't do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. All right, so we'll pretend it's her then. Anyway, she says, um, <laughs> "Sir, this this ticket was purchased for a, a year ago, all by itself." And I knew we'd had it two years. We'd had these things for two years. We've been here for two years. And I told her that, and I'm trying to explain it to her. Sir, sir, I have news for you. Sir, I, and I couldn't say I'm like, ma'am, I had it right there. Sir, I have news for you. I have news for you. For you, sir. Sir. And she's shouting through the circle in the glass. And I wanted to reach through and punch her right through it because there was no vent cover. It was just a hole. Pow. I have news for you, ma'am. Pow. But anyway. I'm trying to tell her. I'm trying to talk to her. Ma'am, okay, look, my wife has this, and she bought it a couple of years. Why don't you go back another coach? Sir, well, I have news for you. I have news for you. This is the only... She had me pegged. She thought I was absolutely trying to vie some sort of finagle, some sort of free pass out of her. Eventually, um, I was able to ask for her supervisor and who... Um, you know, was a little calmer and a little less uh, suspicious, I should say. Norwegian. Yeah, a little less Norwegian. Um, so anyway, I, I got my I got my ticket passed out, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, as I was going through there, I I wanted to go back. I wanted to go back, and I wanted to wave that little ticket and say, "I have news for you. I have news for you. I got into your stupid park." <laughs> and I tell you, we went back a year later. And, uh, I, I went to the window. I went to every window cause there was no line. And I looked through, I hope, hoping <laughs> to see her and, and, and try to get some sort of conversation going to see if she would just fly off the freaking handle like that again. But <laughs> unfortunately she did not, she did not do that. But, she wasn't um, there. She was not there. No. She got, um, um, 
I wrote a song. Um, I actually, I, I after the show, you're going to hear the classic uh, recap song featuring that story from a few years ago. Yes. But I wrote a new one, and I'd like to try to perform it live if I may. Oh, um, yeah. But before I do that, I'm going to give you a tiny break and tell you about a more recent vacation where we went um, to Dis- We went on Disney Cruise Lines, and we ended up at an island. You always get off on their f- private island. It's called Castaway Key. And we had uh, bought goggles and fins, and I'd never snorkeled before. And when I did, it was absolutely beautiful. The water's clear. You can see all the way down the bottom. There's fish and stuff. And it was fine, except these fish, um, they, they, were, they were coming closer. And they were like dory fish, but they were giant. They were like as big as your hand. <laughs> and I, I could tell you what happened. <laughs> I could tell you what happened, but I will just explain it this way, that I saw some fish from a distance and I started to freak out because I just, I just have this thing about things touching me in the water. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked down and, and, and the reason why I remember this so well is because I had my iPhone and I was recording this and I had it inside of a waterproof container bag thing. And so you see me, see a fish from a distance and I'm, I'm kind of impressed. I look over, I see a fish that's like five feet from me and I start to freak out. And then I look down and the fish fish is right up underneath me about to touch me. And then I lose it. So without any further ado, <laughs> I would just rather play the audio for you. <laughs> Here we go. Enjoy. Oh, this is awesome. Just chilling out. <laughs> There's a, first, first fish. Second fish. Third fish. That's my daughter saying that was awesome. So that... That was through a snorkel underwater through a plastic bag, you know. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm a little ashamed, but I screamed louder than I've ever screamed. And I can't imagine what it sounded like trumpeting through my snorkel blowhole. But I did not keep suction on the thing with my mouth. I let it go. But no water was able to enter my my, my mouth. Because of all the screaming going out. So, all right. So I said we were going to try to do this, this, I have news for you song. It's kind of a parody or a takeoff on the original. Um, so let's see how this goes. Everybody from the south down If you hope to get into the kingdom Have your tickets out so I can see them Oh, you brought your room key It's apparent you're a guest, but stick with me I can look up your past if you'll tell me When you bought the other ticket, it's that easy Wait here through the glass and let me see I'll pretend to do a search at the inner key Be surprised you're a lie, you're full of poo You think you pulled one over, but I still have news for you Lie, 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 lie I have news for you Lie, 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 I have news for you, I have news for you, I deal with people all day, talking in me through the hole in the glass, people try not to pay and get a free pass, I've heard your story in a hundred languages, I don't see people, just a series of challenges, all you are to me is a problem and a name, that's why you'll know while you passionately explain And yes, I'll look again Wow, the answer's just the same It says here that you're not good enough For the world that Disney named Did you think that things would change That yelling at me would make me say That I'm not sorry that you came That your visit has made my day I know your family's through that gate And it makes sense what you're saying Why would you buy them passes and not you? That, that'd be insane But apparently you did that And so you're not getting through Like the 100 Acre Woods, my friend 
goes off like that so there we go it's the best attempt it was horrible i have news for you too <laughs> oh it's still playing yay oh well, guys that's that, awesome dude well thank you i i tried I need to make a music video of that that's like a i don't know it i don't even know how to classify that song it's like a a rap songish kind of ballad pop <laughs> thing it's awesome i love it well thanks thanks next week we're gonna be doing another show a normal show and you can send your funny life stories audio or text like i said earlier to that story show at gmail.com or call 2095 nlcast visit that story show.com slash contact for more details hey uh if you need a blue if you need a hosting solution then you need to check out bluehost hosting it's what we use and for 495 a month you can get unlimited space unlimited domains unlimited bandwidth so visit thatstoryshow.com slash bluehost to sign up today. I always like to play this over it. So go to our website and comment on this episode. Get involved with the community, thatstoryshow.com. Our Twitter is at thatstoryshow. Join the NLCast community Facebook group at nlcast.com slash group. And uh, you'll be talking to a bunch of other people just like you that enjoy the shows. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. I would appreciate it. We need some new... Um, you know, and if you haven't updated your review, consider doing that, especially if it still says nobody's listening. Thatstoryshow.com slash iTunes will get you there a little faster. Uh, consider supporting this podcast and become a quarterbacker for just a quarter per month, per uh, show. Yeah, quarter per show. That's a dollar a month. You can do that, right? Thatstoryshow.com slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That'll get you there and you can help us out. Uh, thanks, John, for joining me on another show, man. Yeah, thanks. You, you had to work really hard this time, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. Can't believe we got through it. It's not your fault. It's awesome. This is what happens. I'm glad we worked it out. Thanks to our backers. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record, our story contributors, especially John, and uh, everyone who listens. And remember, when something crazy, embarrassing, annoying, gross, or weird happens, if it's funny... Share it on That Story Show. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Visit NLCast.com for other great NLCast network shows. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. 
Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.